Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Drunk women solving crime. Drunk women. Drunk women solving crime. Drunk women. Now it's time. Drunk women solving crime. Thank you. Oh look, I've got I've got all the booze on my side. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you for choosing us for your Saturday night, 6 10 p.m. comedy experience. <laughs> yeah, we're so excited to be here. Give us a cheer if you listen to the podcast. Oh, welcome. Give us a cheer if you've never heard of us. Hey. Also very welcome. Now, for the eagle-eyed among you who have listened, you may have spotted we've had a little little change of lineup. Our detective, Hannah George, has got COVID. Yes, thank you for that. <laughs> Every audience has done the sitcom. Aww. It's been great. It's like, who's the boss? <laughs> Tony Danza comes out. So she has very sadly had to go home. But so, of course, we have had to bring in an excellent replacement detective from Special Branch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, all the way from Scotland Yard. Very overqualified for the job. That's the only way that women get promoted in the force. (laughs) So we have been helped out by the very wonderful, fantastic comedian, Ruth Bratt. So we have Ruth Bratt on the panel. Ruth, how are you? I'm very well. I've had a really lovely day. One of my old friends has come up who I did a 
who I did a double act with Ooh. in 2004. Wow. And we had a terrible review in The Scotsman. And we were, <laughs> we were laughing about it yesterday uh, and today as well. <laughs> we got this review and it started... I don't like female sketches. Oh. <laughs> we went, oh, good. And then <laughs> and it came out the, the morning that I had seen my ex-boyfriend with his new girlfriend <gasps> in the Pleasance Courtyard. Oh. And I went, oh, God. And, uh, and then went home and Kirsten was working and... She'd, all of her friends that she was working with were going, oh, have you got your... And she was like, no, no, I don't think the reviews come out. No, no. Oh. And she rang and was like, this is a terrible day. And I went, yes, it is. It's all right. I've brought six bottles of wine. And then she, <laughs> she came home with a massive bag of chips and we sat in our disgusting flat on a tiny sofa that was really only big enough for one person Aww. under a blanket drinking bottles of wine <laughs> eating chips and going i think it's my fault no it's Aww. my fault <laughs> why doesn't he love me uh, it was amazing it was one of my favorite memories of the film <laughs> Oh, that's, that's really you deal oh with a bad God. reveal. It really yeah. is. Just sit and drink and yeah. eat chips. That's, I'm going to call it that. That's a life hack. Oh, it really is. <laughs> you can all take that away with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she's up. I've had a lovely day. Oh, yeah. We didn't cry today. Uh, you did it great. We cried with laughter, but we didn't because we're older now. And we, don't, <laughs> we don't give a shit. <laughs> Also joined by regular panelist, the fantastic Taylor Glenn. Hi. Hello. How are you, I, Taylor? I'm good. I would like to say for the record, I've never liked Hannah, so I'm <laughs> glad she's gone. It's been five years of hell. She's so friendly. Um, I'm American, but I've lived in the UK. I, oh, I was telling it up. It's going to be 21 years in October, which is crazy, but don't worry. I, I am absolutely acclimatized. I am one of you now. I push my feelings so so deep down <laughs> where they belong. I'm an alcoholic now. I'm like a burning ball of rage waiting to explode. And it feels great to fit in. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Well, now you know a little bit more about us. <laughs> um, I'm going to bring on our fantastic guest for this episode. You're going to recognise this person as well. We're very excited. Please give love, show, clapping. Oh, dear. I've forgotten how to Please do Please love, show, clapping, wait, Yoda. Wait, okay. <laughs> wait, wait, let me do this again. Please put your hands together and welcome to the stage the fantastic, legendary comedian and author, it's Joe Caulfield! Yeah. Joe! Welcome! Hello, how are Joe? you? I love the show clapping. Yeah. <laughs> I can say that. Yeah, don't clap, just show clapping. <laughs> yeah. Show clapping. It's a, it's a new organ of you'll all be saying it at the water cooler tomorrow. No, it's Sunday tomorrow. You doesn't work on many levels. Anyway, Joe. <laughs> welcome. We have one question mm. on this podcast. Have you ever been the victim of a crime? Yes. Now, the person. Right, okay. Well, this was, it was about 15 years ago, and I was doing a gig in Birmingham, and on the bill was uh, another female comic, which 15 years ago was very unusual. Right, so I was excited to see her, and, uh, but also, my mum and dad live not far from Birmingham, so I was actually going to go on first at the gig, then drive to my mum and dad's. And this particular female comic, uh, who's only identified in this story, and we both have size seven feet. <laughs> <laughs> 
there was a shiny stage and she got paranoid. She said that her shoes were really slippy and she thought she was going to slip on stage. And she started getting all worried, going, oh, God, I'm, all I can think about is I'm going to go on there, I'm going to slip. Uh, and I always, at that time, I had show boots. I had nice little boots mm. that I would put on to do stand-up and then I'd put my trainers on. Mm. So uh, she looked at my show boots <laughs> and I went, oh, Okay, but I'm a size seven, you know. No, she wasn't a size seven. Oh, great, I'm a size seven. So I said, okay, so she put on, so I did my gig, then took the boots off, let her have them. And then I said, oh, just leave them for me, you know, because I'm going to go now and I'll get them tomorrow night. I didn't realise she wasn't booked for the next night. Oh. So when I got there, I looked around for the boots. <gasps> they weren't there. So I texted her to say, oh, have you left the boots somewhere? She said, oh, yes, yes, I left them in the dressing room. Mm. I said, oh, well, I can't find them. Which is one of those things. The boots <gasps> have gone. Oh. So that is a great shame. Yeah. And then about a month later, I bumped into her wearing my boots. No! <laughs> oh, wow. shit. That is bold. But the boldness of it, Wow. she saw me go... <laughs> Right? And quick as a flash, she went, I loved your boots so much that I got myself a pair. Oh, my God. And the, to have that balls, to say yeah. that, made me, I just couldn't kind of go, but I got them about a year and a half ago. They're probably not in the shops. Right. There's so many follow-up questions. Yeah. And, and what make are they? They were Clarks, actually. I thought I should have asked that. But I didn't. I was so shocked. I yeah. just went, oh, right. The balls of it. I know. And do you know what? Since then, now she has since uh, stopped doing comedy and moved to the country (gasps) out of London. I'm trying to work out. That's how much she wanted those boots. Wait. Is it Katie's change? Because she fits this description (laughs) thus far. I'm size eight, guys. (laughs) There we go. What I love about this as well is she was reckoning on the fact that they're never going to book two female comedians again ever again. again. So she thought she was safe that she'd never see. Yeah, and that that was kind of a foolproof plan at those times. Who who knew there was going to be such a feminist bill with two women twice in there? And it wasn't even like International (laughs) Women's Day. Wow. It wasn't a a boob cancer benefit. (laughs) Like I say, a normal day. Of course, the audience freaked, but... (laughs) Yeah, you can't can't put you on one after the other one. I think we're taking over. Yeah. I don't think... When I did stand-up, it's a long time ago, but I don't think I... Ever was on a bill with another woman really? in the entire three years? Not yeah. once, except for when I did a, an all-women like when they wheel yeah. us out for International Women's Day, yeah, 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 or a charity, or it's a charity. fundraiser. Yeah. Never. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I the one oh. time I was on a bill with a majority of women. Yeah. Um, they decided to do like it's a variety night, but mm. they didn't think through the order of the acts that they were going to do. So I had to follow the burlesque dancer. Mm. <laughs> like, how am I going to live up to tassel work? There's just no way. So I just got my breasts out and stood there (laughs) and did dry observational comedy. And it just just did not go down well at all. Because otherwise they're waiting for it, aren't they? She's got a lot of patter, but no dancing. (laughs) Tried to spin them. No, 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 no. Just couldn't drive them. Oh, man. That's crazy. So you never actually confronted her? Like, no, again, I, I, I mean, this is terrible, but I was so shocked. Yeah. But mm. also sort of impressed by how, <laughs> you know, she was like steely with it. And it's I bossy. thought, what is the point of me? This is, it would be like 
maybe she'd have to kill me. <laughs> you know, if I said to her, I realize what you've done. You've stolen my shoes right. and you're lying to me about it. This is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Either she would kill me or it would break her. Yeah. And then I would be responsible for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. It's just too much. Was... You have to go, God, if you really want them that much, okay. And uh, also she owes me a tenner as well. Yeah. Oh, my God. What? What's the tenner for? Uh, Newcastle. Not that I'm stingy and I remember these things. Newcastle. <laughs> this was before the boots. She just borrowed a tenner, you know, in that way. Wow. In a, in a bar and never gave me that back oh either. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. So she's, she's taken she that serious. tenner to the country as well. Yeah. yeah. I can... Living it up. <laughs> God, we're all dying to know who it yeah, is. No. I know you can't name it. Shame, but you could, because we could just cut it out of the edit, and everybody signs a quick NDA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it goes up for Our a quick NDA. Here, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, there's like a trail of broken, like all these. Sh about, I wonder how many other people she's done. That's what like, I'm just thinking. Yeah. You won't be the only one, right? Is she Nick? And yeah, yeah. Or I mean, just it's very money, niche because it's yeah. got to be like size seven every yeah. time. Yeah. But Did this, she steal some I might start asking well. female comics. Yeah, this doesn't yeah. feel like an isolated incident. No. It sounds like a way of she life. She borrowed enough tenors to get a deposit for a house yeah. in the country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And perfect give up crime. comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. She's living my life in my boots. <laughs> It's so outrageous. So what? So did you get her shoes, her slippy shoes? Did you? No, because I had she, my take home, yeah. my everyday trainers. Oh, because yes, you had a so spare. So the slippy shoes were, you know, I don't she know what she'd done with them. them. As well. Yeah. Oh, here's yeah. a question. Did she do you a bit of a favour? Because did you then, in the, in the next day, you only had your trainers, so you had to do your gig in your trainers. And then you went, oh, actually, doing a gig in trainers is more comfortable than Ooh. boots. And then when yeah, that would be a trainers. good end to the story, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Ever since then, I've never needed show shoes. <laughs> I realised it was in me, <laughs> not my footwear. <laughs> but no, I still like to change a shoe. Yeah, yes, yeah. It, was, it was nearly a superhero <laughs> origin story. <laughs> I've watched too many uh, rom-coms, clearly. <laughs> Yeah. I've grown yeah. from God. the pain. No, you haven't. Shoeless <laughs> Joe Coffee. That would be great if there could be more rom-coms where they're like, no, I do need the boots, though, actually. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't in me, it's the shoes. It's the shoes. <laughs> I was coerced, I think, into crime recently against Ooh. my... I didn't realise at the time. I don't know if there's any people here from Leith. I live in Leith. You know the Tesco's on Duke Street? <laughs> wow. Yeah, it is infamous for shoplifting. Okay. Right? I had someone who worked there come to my show the other night and he said to me they get danger money. Uh, because what? he's. No, he actually said to me, he was so funny about it, he goes, Oh, you've missed it, Joe, because he knows I like the drama. <laughs> he goes, Oh, there was a huge fight in the crisp aisle. He goes, It was Watsons everywhere. <laughs> But it is like, oh, there's some stuff goes on there. But I saw a man, to be perfectly frank, he looked like he'd had his morning methadone and he was having trouble reaching an air fryer on the top shelf. So me being a nice person, I thought, don't judge this man. Help him. You're taller. Help him get the air fryer down. <laughs> so I helped him get the air fryer down. I went round the corner, then suddenly heard the alarm going. <laughs> I didn't realise, you know, but where the, the fag till bit is there, there's a, a fire door there. It just gone right through the fire door with the oh air fryer. God. And then I went round to look, and the security people were running up, and I went... There was a massive hole where the air fryer was. I went, oh, I think he took that. <laughs> I think he took the air fryer I gave him. Oh, my but God, you so aided and abetted. Aided and abetted. Yeah. 
Yeah, but they said, oh, God, they keep taking them. I'm like, well, why do you put them by the door? Yeah. <laughs> by yeah. the fire exit. Because I, no was, I was looking for ink, and I was going, the ink uh, used to be here. And she went, oh, well, they kept nicking it, so now that's by the till. And I thought, well, I think you wow. put the air fryers by the till. <laughs> yeah, but soon everything on. will be by the till. <laughs> and it'll just be, like, <laughs> someone behind get, the till and, like, like, trying to take your money through, like, a tiny hole, like, like a hoarder. Like, <laughs> no, it's going to be like Argos, basically. They have to go and get you. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God, that would so work in Tesco's, in not it? Yeah. <laughs> we just queue up and just say what we want, and they bring no, it. Yeah. And, and, then go, no. and an air fryer. Uh, the uh, worst part is that guy is going to bang on to his friends about how great an air fryer is. Yes. All the things that you wouldn't believe the chicken. Guy. Side by side with fried chicken, you can't tell the difference. Well, so I think so that air fryer was quickly sold in the central bar. Yeah. That's oh, what yeah. happened. <laughs> There's always a market. We always ask, what would you say to the perpetrator of the crime? So I guess the shoe lady, mm. what would you say to this crazy bitch? If you had a... How can you live with yourself? <laughs> <laughs> and how can I learn to lie like that to people's faces? And have no conscience? Because yes. clearly she has no conscience yes. about it. I mean, I'm diagnosing this left, right and centre now. I'm calling it narcissism. I'm calling it malignant narcissism. Mm. Psychopath, probably. Psychopath, yeah, yeah. definitely. Sociopath. I mean, but very impressive. I'm oh. impressed yeah, by it. Yeah, it is I'm impressive. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, I wish I could do that. But I like them so much. I bought a I pair. I bought them. And look me right in the eye. Yeah. It's amazing, isn't it? Man, oh, I just man. want the confidence of people that, like, when someone bashes into them, I'm not the one that says sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's that's the level I'm working at. Although I've st what I've started doing now is obviously apologising immediately when someone <laughs> walks into me, and then and then going, so oh sorry, I don't know why I'm apologising. Uh <laughs> oh, that's a good save. That's a good save. Yeah, that works. <laughs> so she's see, crazy. <laughs> You've turned it into passive aggression, I basically. I that's I great. That's, that's the stepping stone to self-esteem. I think so. Yeah. I think so. It's the only all right. way. Well, listen, thank you for sharing that. To, may we all become blasé liars. Yay. Yes. No. Um, you guys, this true crime story that we're going to be discussing today has everything. It has drama, it has intrigue, and it has a woman hiding a murder weapon in her muff. Oh. Yes. Yeah, everyone's going, it's not that kind of muff. <laughs> or is it? Uh, now, I'm going to be telling you a tale about some messy bitches who both started out respectable. Uh, but that is what we're here for. Now, we have Kitty Bryant. She was born in 1878 in Pimlico. She's the daughter of a brewer, and she is respectable. And we have Arthur Reginald Baker. He's a stockbroker, born in 1857 in Crawley. He's the son of a solicitor, and he's also respectable. Now, these two become lovers. Maths is impossible, so I'm just going to flag up. There is a big age gap. We have a 23-year-old and a 44-year-old. Kitty, uh, 23, I think. Ki yes, yeah. yes. Kitty's 23. Standard. This guy's 44. If he was Leonardo DiCaprio, she's getting dumped pretty soon. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we've, got, we've got the age gap. Now, in early 1902, age 23, Kitty Byron... Did I say Brian? It's Byron. Doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> now, she... Show <laughs> clap. <laughs> Show clapping for my mistake. Um, now, she'd been employed as a milliner's assistant she got sacked oh. so my question my first question is why was she sacked because she was very bad at making hats lovely answer very bad yeah. at making hats she was rude to the ladies like Ooh. when they put the hat on she was like well no hat's <laughs> gonna help her that face <laughs> <laughs> You 
need a bigger hat and veil. Yeah. That's a brilliant answer. Taylor Glenn. Did she wear a size seven hat? <laughs> Uh-oh. She was walking up. No, but was she stealing from the shop? Fit, All three of you have fantastic answers. No one has quite got it. Uh, she was sacked for poor timekeeping. Oh. Oh, I would yeah. have sacked her for that. I'm yeah. very yeah. strict on you time. You like being punctual? Yes. Oh, I'd have yeah. been sacked for that. <laughs> <laughs> so she's unemployed. Now, Arthur has lodgings with a French landlady called Madame Liard. And he's like, don't worry, come and live with me. <gasps> Shocking. Yes, yes. You know, that would be more convenient for them to bang and stuff. Uh, <laughs> so Kitty turns up at the lodgings and she <laughs> lies to Madame Liard and she introduces herself as Mrs. Baker. But is that his name? Yes. 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 Oh, but wow. she, she obviously is not Mrs. Baker. Right. Now, Arthur has a wife and daughter. Messy bitches, guys. We're dealing with messy bitches. Now, question where is his wife? Right there. (laughs) (laughs) She's just not very bright. (laughs) Is he in London? Yes. Oh, so she's probably Mm. like in the country where he came from Uh, to to, like make his fortune and Uh. she stayed and gone, no, it's fine. I don't mind staying here with a child. I need rooms in town or Mm -hmm. my favorite. Yeah. Is she crazy and locked <gasps> up somewhere? Oh, yeah. Okay, in wife a in room. the attic. Yes. yes. Okay. Or in like Bedlam or something. Yes. Okay. And they go and throw pennies at her at the weekends. Okay, so we've got, <laughs> so we've got countryside. I mean, that's what they did. That's not just like me going, that's not really me. Here's another life hack. Go and throw pennies at people. Here's what I would have done in the past. <laughs> All right, we've got, we've got two quite contrasting. We've got countryside and a sane, insane asylum. Mm. Anything else? Oh, I thought I said something. Oh, she was there, but yeah, I dumb. just said she was in plain sight. Oh, fine. Yeah, maybe she was just uh, allowing it. Maybe they had yeah. an agreement. You're kind of the closest, but you're still wrong. Yeah. That's, um, <laughs> name so of my sex she, tape. She... <laughs> 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 Uh, she is on the other side of London serving him with a divorce petition. Oh. And he has okay. been hiding to avoid the divorce petition. Oh, why? I think this is going to cost him money. Oh, right, yeah. He's not a good dude. <laughs> you guys, you know about the Matrimonial Causes Act in 1857. You don't mm. need me to remind you that it's only just been passed so that, like, women can escape men for cruelty and... So, he, yeah, life. that's what I'm saying. So he must have done something quite bad. He must have done something... Because you can't just get a divorce exactly, for him. Oh, he's yes. irritating. It, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly that. Yeah. She so, should be able to, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In November 1902, at the lodgings, finally they track him down. He gets the divorce papers, uh, this private detective that was sent after him. Basically, he's drunk and abusive. Now, question. Does Kitty spot any of these bright red flags? <laughs> No. Oh, Kitty. Kitty. (laughs) She's too young. She's young. She's too young to see them. She thinks he's just misunderstood and she can change him. (laughs) The tale as old as time. Yeah. He just needs saving. (laughs) I can change him. And she's homeless. She's homeless. She doesn't really have much choice. She's got pretty few options. There's red flags, but they'll at least be warm. Yeah. I can use them as bedclothes. Yeah. <laughs> Just to be different, I'm going to say yes. She saw right through it. She got oh. away. And huh. the story ends with she started Hello Kitty. 
I love that. I love that. She sort of does and she sort of doesn't. She says some contradictory things about this guy, which we will get into more detail in a sec. Uh, but one of the things is that she loves him. Aww. But she's, uh, she's 23. Oh, also, it's a woman in history. How do they describe her? The burning question. Is she hot? Don't worry, I've got you covered. <laughs> she's described as a young woman of attractive appearance, slighter figure with dark eyebrows, black hair and handsome features. Ooh. Because... When a woman in history is walking into the jaws of coercive control, it's important to know if it looks cinematic or not. <laughs> that is very crucial. Obviously, the relationship is volatile. Madame Liard overhears a lot of stuff, which, again, we'll get to. They fight a lot, and eventually, Madame Liard tells them that they have to leave. Like, she's had enough. It's loud. It's awful. Are they the only tenants? That probably no, doesn't even matter. But has she got other she lodgers? I think, yeah. Uh -huh. It's a lodging house. Okay. So Kitty just leaves... And the uh, dude, Archibald. Mr. Baker. Mr. Baker, Mr. Mr. Archibald Mr. Baker. Baker. It's not even Archibald, is it? I think it is. Do you know what? I have a feeling he doesn't deserve to be remembered correctly. Yeah. So, <laughs> the, the abusive dickhead one. Yes, Arnold. Arthur Reginald Arthur. Baker. Arthur Reginald. Also, um, really, Archibald. Arthurbald. <laughs> Let's just, we'll call him Baker. We can all remember that. Yeah. Uh, now. He begs to stay an extra week. But anyway, on the morning of the 10th of November, 1902, which is also, fun fact, happens to be the day of the Lord Mayor's show. Chucking that in. Now, Kitty bought something. Question, what did Kitty buy? Did she buy a big red flag to wave at the Lord Mayor's show? <laughs> so, she's left. She's left a week ago, but she buys something. I'm saying weapon. She's bought some sort of knife. She's yes. coming back. Wonderful answer. Or also, it's Lord Mayor's Day. A lot of tourists. <laughs> yeah. Slice them up. <laughs> Get out of my way. It's my city. It's, yeah. like, it's too crowded. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got red flag. We've got knife. Taylor Glenn. I mean, weapon was my thought, too. Because yeah. it feels like she's gone from being mistreated, probably knows by now that his ex is... After him, and she maybe she spies a little cash cow here if she mm. can take him down, get the life insurance somehow. But I don't know how because they're not married. Or like a hat pin, like a oh. really long one. Whoa! Oh, that then pin. she can be like yeah. right through the eye. Wow! <laughs> She's not making that up. That's just what they did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just history. Now I would sack her in a hat shop if she did that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know how to make this hat really secure. <laughs> yeah. Kitty, for the last time. Your timekeeping's wonderful, but you've got to stop. <laughs> yeah, really appreciate you being on time. Less, less stabbing eyes, please. <laughs> oh, Kitty. <laughs> Drunk women solving crime. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? 
Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Joe Caulfield gets a point. Ooh. Okay. Uh, she bought a big knife. She bought a big knife. Uh, specifically, a strong bladed spring knife from a shop at 211 Oxford Street. Oh, I wonder what's there now. Spring knife. Oh, what is yeah. a spring knife? Isn't it like a switchblade? Oh, right. Oh, oh, that's oh yeah. I thought it was one of those yeah. ones that goes in and out, in and out. Oh, oh well, maybe doesn't it do any harm. Like a trick one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> noing, noing, noing. She buys a magician's knife. I completely pictured it on a spring, like a comedy, like, yo, 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 yo. <laughs> Only joking. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's a thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> The comedy blade. <laughs> <laughs> At 1 p.m., she sends an express letter by... Basically, this next bit is olden days texting. She sends an express letter by post office messenger from the Lombard Street post office to Arthur at the stock exchange where he worked. Because, like, somebody would run around and deliver it. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. proper texting. <laughs> and then, what did the message say? I've got a knife. <laughs> <laughs> did it say, buy low, sell high? <laughs> Really Pork bellies. <laughs> just trading places yeah, yeah, now, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Frozen concentrated <laughs> orange juice. <laughs> I'm taking this too seriously now. Aren't I? I'm very, very seriously the interested. She's got the you. knife. Yeah, it has. So I think, well, she wants to meet him, doesn't she? She wants to meet him. It'll be, oh, I'm sorry, let's meet up. You know, nice. Yeah, yeah. Don't tell him about the knife. That's what yeah, she'll yeah. be in her uh, head. She'll be, don't write about the knife. <laughs> yeah. um, meet me. I'm definitely not going to kill you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is smart. I miss yeah. you. Let's meet yeah, up in a dark alley. Yeah. yeah. Where we met. Yeah. Um, P.S. I don't have a knife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or I'm, a hat pen. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. so knifeless. Detective Caulfield's on it again. Mm. She does. She says, dear Reg, I want you a moment. Importantly, Kitty. I want you what? I want you a moment, importantly, oh, a moment. Kitty. Oh. Importantly, Kitty. Yeah, that's how she signed oh, it. that's a good way to... I'm going to sign all yes. my things yeah. that now. Importantly, importantly Ruth, Ruth Bratt. Yeah. I'm going to do a Ruth Bratt as yeah, well. Do. Yeah, do. <laughs> really confused yeah. people. We're really sick of regardless and cut, not regardless. That's not how you do it. <laughs> Many thanks, regardless. So, yeah. <laughs> regardless. <laughs> Oh, fuck I you. I said I fit in. <laughs> but I really don't. <laughs> Kind regards. Sorry. Right. Kindest regards. Yeah. And we know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you hate everyone you have to write to. <laughs> when people just put regards, you might as well be like, you cunt. <laughs> it's so rude. Like, where's the kindness? <laughs> it's just gone. You've no room for kindness. Now, there's a bit of back and forth with the text messaging because they're sending messages to each other. They eventually meet up. They meet at 2.30 p.m. on King William Street. Question, what happened next? I'm trying to picture King William Street. Uh, in, as soon as you said London, it, I was thinking King William, William yeah, Street. It's, um, Sounds I think like I know, you know where it King is. William Street. I know William the Fourth pub. Because... <laughs> they knit, they knit. Well, so he had tried to meet her at the post office on Lombard Street, but she's gone by then. But they finally managed to meet up on King William King Street. On King Street. William so, Street. I don't know if Lombard Street helps. It's probably near King William Street. What was the question again? What? <laughs> so, the, so they managed to meet up. They meet what up. happens next? Well, I don't think she's going to stab him in broad daylight. I thought she's got, she's got to lure him somewhere or 
go back to the old flat. Right, Go right. back to the old flat. So you think she's going to lure him to a second location? I or back to the original, or to the, where she did live. The, yes, I the think she's going to get him there. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. if there's one okay. thing men are taught, it's always go to the second location. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I think she just cuts to the chase. Yeah. Wow, right there. In, out, in, out. Wow. <laughs> noing, 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 noing. <laughs> and then... <laughs> I love your vicious is today. working. I don't see King William Street as a murdering street. I've got a feeling it might be. I think it might be one of those little side alleys that goes but off. But you know um, if you offer sex, then he'll be, oh, right, let's get back there. And it's much better location. to kill him there, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Or standing up in an alley, kill him there, now yeah. I think about it, is probably better. Yeah. Okay. Is King Been... William Street still there? Is it called Stabby Lane? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm going to tell you. Detective Ruth is hmm. on the money. Yeah. Uh, what happened next is they begin a violent and furious argument and witnesses said that Kitty had pulled out the knife, which she had previously concealed in her muff. Her muff. <gasps> I promised you a weapon in a muff and by God I've delivered. <laughs> So they're arguing, and then she leapt off the steps of the post office, stabbing him three times. Wow. The attack was brief, but she severed an aorta, oh, killing wow. him instantly. <gasps> oh, she wow. had good aim. Yes. Well, now, when the police arrived, they found Kitty crouched, sobbing over his body, crying out something. Question, what was she saying? My knife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all bloody. <laughs> Yeah, she's going to yeah. be snobbing how she loved him. And yeah. yeah, it wasn't her fault. I didn't mean to do it. I didn't mean to yeah. do it. I just yeah. slipped. Yeah. 20 times. These are, these are great She's answers. really not thought it through. No. She's just stabbing it, yeah. madly outside the post office. There's witnesses. So she's <laughs> not kind of crazy. I'm also enjoying yeah. that she leapt off the steps. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sort yeah. of seeing it like a... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like you know, some kind of Bob Fosse. Bam. <laughs> but it says she's small, so she's got to leap, leap, to, yeah. and then stab and kind of hang on with the knife stuck in him. Yeah, that's it. That's it. You guys are right. She was saying, "Oh, Reggie, Reggie, let me kiss him." Oh, yeah. Okay, mm. this is veering into a different territory. Now. <laughs> mm. <laughs> the name of my sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay. All right, so they take her into police custody at Cloak Lane Police Station. She gives a statement. Do you guys want to guess what she says? Want me, governor? <laughs> That's what I'd say. <laughs> you got the wrong person. Yeah. It's so hard for her to have any defence, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. You'd have to go self-defence. Yeah, he was or I didn't mean straggling, it. Straggling yeah. me. He was strangling me. He was, he was, he was strangling, me. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was attacking me and I just found a knife. Uh-huh. It's not yeah. my knife. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that got there. I don't got know me. how that got in my muff. Yeah. I, uh, I, <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Which is the name of my sex tape. <laughs> how bad this would be. <laughs> Imagine if I was drinking. I am. <laughs> Could you ask the question one more time? What does she say what to the she police? Say What's to her the statement? Police? What does she say to the police? 
Shit. She's I covered quite, in blood yes, with a knife. You, yes. <laughs> I had quite a witty answer, and I'm pissed off that I've forgotten it. And that's why you shouldn't drink at work. <laughs> nah. All right. Well, if it comes back to you, just chip in okay. later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So she says, I killed him willingly, and he deserved it. And the sooner oh. I am killed, the better. Oh, no. Oh. That's a terrible answer. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, oh wow. She's you know, not done this no, before. where's your lawyer? Oh, my God. Terrible. I mean, like, shut I'm... up. <laughs> Maybe if I'm, like, really honest, they'll just feel bad for me. I know. So she said that she'd bought the knife to hit him, but she didn't know she was killing him. But surely if you only want to hit someone by a bat, like... <laughs> yeah. Knives are sharp. Um, <laughs> bought the knife to hit him. Yeah. So, of Is the wrong end. <laughs> yeah. We have a trial beginning 15th of December 1902 at the Old Bailey and the courtroom was packed with spectators many of whom were stockbrokers um, presumably <laughs> come to see if Kitty was as hot as they'd heard yeah. <laughs> there are loads of descriptions about how beautiful scared and young she looked taking the stand it's like you know we get it historians it's a fetish yeah, yeah. Like, go and write your fan fiction elsewhere please <laughs> there's loads of all like uh, you know she's decidedly prepossessing in appearance I mean, that just means me horny. Yeah. But, you know, you're, they're fooling the mucky pups. They're fooling no one. That, obviously, that was an innocent sentence. But there's so much shit I had to wade through of all these descriptions to, to do this case. Anyway, hot chick in the dock. Uh, <laughs> but frightened. That's what they really like. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Ew, isn't it? Ew. Yes. Ugh. Right. Now, fun fact. Her lawyer was called Dickens. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> Dickens. <laughs> Not that one. He's a lawyer. She had four lawyers which I'll explain, but basically, because she's, you know, poor, essentially. Yeah. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Oh, go on. <laughs> <laughs> what did she say in her This is a brave so move. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really is, Joe, because it's so shit. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> I was going to say, knives don't kill people. Oh, wait. Oh. I, I am the person. Uh, <laughs> knives don't kill people. <laughs> Muffs kill people. Imagine, yeah. Yeah. Imagine if I had said it at the right time, though. Great. <laughs> I, like, I think it works better that you build it as witty and then said it three minutes later. <laughs> but don't they just don't they drop that in afterwards? Do they do that sort of oh, thing yeah, in podcasts? Amanda could do or some have you saying it? Oh, great! And yes. then yes. silence. <laughs> <laughs> I know. A deserved silence. Anyway, um, I'll sign off now. Importantly, <laughs> Taylor, I'm so sorry, Katie. I apologize. It's all good. Now, basically, loads of members of the stock exchange funded her defense. Now, these are the people that work with Baker, the dead guy. So I don't know how much of a cunt he must have wow. been. Wow. Yeah. yeah. But, like, his own work colleagues are funding the defense of the person that killed him. Oh, my him. God. Wow. wow. They must have Great. proper hated him. For the him. listeners, right. we all recoiled yeah. in shock. That's crazy. I know. So, now, the case against Kitty is strong. Just to recap, premeditated <laughs> buying of stabbing knife murder weapon check <laughs> and she is a lower class and than her married lover it. slash victim and she did it and yeah. she did it yeah crucial info information there but she truly gained the sympathy of the press and the public question how beyond being so hot i mean like, you can answer that <laughs> can that still be i yeah. think she was just yeah she was adorable and they just yeah. couldn't believe yeah. little kitty little yeah. kitty was capable of severing yeah. an aorta yeah. <laughs> okay 
yeah. wonderful. I mean, it wouldn't matter if she told them that he was a bully. Well, no one cares about that. Uh, <laughs> well, oh, he beat me. Yeah, well. He, oh, what did she do? She wore really nice boots. <laughs> <laughs> but where did she get them? <laughs> trigger me. <laughs> Was she either two things? One, she'll do, oh, you know, I'm a poor little virgin and he violated me. They're right. like that. Mm -hmm. Or was she really <laughs> hot at uh, Stocks and Shares? <laughs> like, gave some really good predictions. Yeah, yeah kept like giving them a bit of a... Yeah, and they oh, went, oh, my God, we've she... got to have her. She's brilliant yeah. at this. Yeah, I love It looked that. like it was him, but it was her. Yeah, do you know what? You're all along the right lines, but basically... Katie's such a nice teacher, yeah. isn't she? You yeah. all did really well. <laughs> With your terrible answers. Yeah. Yay. Well, so, now, to be fair, Ruth, you were wrong. They did care that she was beaten. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh, good. Well done. Um, the unfeeling... The past. <laughs> well done, the past. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you had that about no. you. Well done. Um, she had received brutal treatment. Uh, now, she actually did not give any evidence herself in her own defence. Everyone else gave it for her. Oh, uh, and, and so the in landlady. The of, yes. Oh, yes. Madame Liard, the landlady, is oh, crucial now. Yes. Of course, it's forgotten um, about her. Uh, but it was uh, all in French, so they had a <laughs> translator as well. And the they also... ex-wife, did she pop up? No. Oh. She, we don't hear from her in oh. this. And I don't want to play her in the film. No. no. No, she's only got a bit yeah. part and then she just disappears. She just, she and she just like, oh. what about the ex-wife? No. No. Yeah. She, she doesn't even have to talk. She sends a letter or oh. something. Anyway, oh. I guess that's um. subverted. It's subverted. That was sorted and divorce combined there. But you get what I was trying to say. <laughs> sorted the divorce for her. Yes. Um, so Subverted. Get it all out? Okay. Is subortion legal? <laughs> Can you get a subortion in this state? <laughs> You know what? If someone asks for an abortion, oh, I like go that, the they, next state they should abortion. automatically be yeah. given one. Yeah. Yeah. Madame Liard, the French landlady, talks about all the witnessing she's done of the abuse. And she actually she says that at one time she asked Kitty why she stayed when they're not even really married. So she, you know, she can she, technically she guessed, escape yeah. uh, with all the ill treatment and violence. She'd ask her, why do you stay with a brute like him? Do you guys want to guess what Kitty had replied? Because he always says it will never happen again and he loves me. I know yeah. he loves me. Sure, he loves me. I love him. I love him. Do you know what? Yeah, it's yeah. just it's that. I oh, really okay. hate selling hats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anything but hats. Anything but yeah. hats. Yeah. I can't go back to the hats. His red flags are so warm. You don't yeah. understand. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, she loved him, and so K Kissy had also reportedly told Madame Liard that she, oh, she said she couldn't get any work anymore because she'd lost her character. And I wasn't sure oh. if that meant... Stabbing she, people through the eye yeah. with... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People or, are very <laughs> dodgy of her. Probably because she was living with a man. Yeah, she wasn't married to him. They're like, well, oh, well, she's a not yeah, respectable. fallen yeah. woman. Well, I think it's that. And then, obviously, like she, hasn't, she can't get a character reference from her last job because she got sacked. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. Have you ever stabbed anybody in broad daylight? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a deal breaker for the job? <laughs> There's a quote where she says, I lost my character and I cannot get any work now. He used to come after me and I lost the whole of my character, which actually sounds like the existential loss of self in an abusive relationship. So maybe if she was trying to get a job somewhere, he would yeah. come and say to them, you know, she's a whore living with me or yeah, things like it that. It does Awful. sound like that. It does yeah. sound like that. Oh, there sorry. Was, I know. But I think that's what he did. Right. That's yes. how bad he was. Again, the stockbrokers paid. Yes. Yeah. She'd screamed loads and, oh, her hat had got torn in a fight. And she, she couldn't even 
go fix to a it. milliner's to fix it, would she? <laughs> <gasps> They're like, don't you come here being with late with your broken hat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And one time, Madame Liard went into the room because they were screaming and Madame Liard knocked on the door. The bed was on the floor and it was all like a, everything was a mess. Mm. And they told Madame Liard that they were playing millinery. I don't know what that means. <laughs> But it sounds like the name of a sex tape. Plain millinery. What is that? Well, is that when the hat was ripped? Isn't yeah. that hat? Isn't but that why we're in a game where I oh. sew hats and he rips them? <laughs> um, it's really fun. Uh, what are we? I mean, I don't understand we're it. We're playing millinery. Ah, yeah. that's going to be my excuse for everything. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> why were you late? I was playing millinery. <laughs> Importantly. Importantly. Yeah. Ruth Bratt. <laughs> Regardless. <laughs> 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 so, so, um, oh, also Madame Leon says that he was drunk nearly all the time and she never was. He would send a servant for brandy most mornings, but when sober, he was a perfect gentleman. So yay. <laughs> <laughs> now, what is Dickens, not that one, what is his defence for uh, Kitty? I mean, I guess all that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, the brandy drinking and the violence yeah. and shouting and the playing an weird games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Play, making her play millinery. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and the messing up the room for yeah. no reason. That would yeah. be very irritating, it wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. like, Why have you done that? Yeah. Well, I was playing millinery by myself. <laughs> you weren't here. What was I supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> he said that it was manslaughter that she brought the knife to threaten or to kill herself and that she had only killed him in the heat of the moment after great provocation oh, so question okay. what did the oh, oh I would yeah. thought that he yeah. could what, he missed it he, she just said she brought the knife for self-defense yeah not that she didn't mean to kill him yeah, yeah. That would have been better. That, yes. That is, wouldn't it? To so go, she was meeting him. She wouldn't say, I arranged it, but go, oh, and he wanted to meet me, but I was scared, so I yeah. brought a knife because yeah. he's so violent. I mean, the shit lawyer, Dickens. Well, the, I mean, now, there the was books. a paper trail yeah. from the post office texting that she had asked to meet him. Of course. That's oh, the only thing. there's a paper yeah. trail. Um, but what did the judge decide? Ooh. Well... She's very hot. No, she yeah. is hot. And She's scared. Mm. Yeah. I, I want him, I want him to have gone... I mean, I'm assuming the judges are him. You are safe in that assumption. I want him to, I want him to have gone, you're right, he was terrible. Case dismissed. Yeah. Because uh, that's what they do. Um, <laughs> but I'm imagining that he went, nah, she's guilty. Right. She'll swing! Okay, great answer. Maybe the judge went for the manslaughter story. Yeah, yeah. And so it was a lesser sentence. I think she's probably found guilty and has to do some sort of okay. hard labor. I don't like know what they call it. Some sort of living with a stockbroker. Yeah. <laughs> I'll look after her, make sure she doesn't kill anyone else. Yeah. yeah. Do we not have a jury? Um, is it, is it, does judge decides, does he? We do, we have both. So. The judge decided that it was murder, not manslaughter, okay. on the 17th of December. The jury returned a guilty verdict with a strong recommendation of mercy on the death sentence. Oh, oh good for the jury. What does and that mean? <laughs> we'll what? kill you very slowly. <laughs> How does that sound? What happened next is interesting. Uh, the Home Secretary received a 15,000 signature petition asking for a reprieve. And that's probably a lot pre-Twitter, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. She's got no social media. A lot media. of followers. Yeah. Mm, yeah. 
They wanted the reprieve, and then that was granted on the 23rd of December. Oh, wow. So they changed the sentence. Ooh. So it was reduced to just life imprisonment. Yay! To be served in Holloway <laughs> Prison. But then uh, it got reduced again. Uh, so she only ended up serving six years. In 1907, it was reduced to 10 years, but she only served six. I'm thinking six. She was 23, 29. They're going, oh, damn, too old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in, that, in those days, that's 29, like 39, yeah. not hot anymore. Yeah. yeah. No one wants to bang her now. No. So she gets out in December 1908 after doing six years on condition that she stayed in Lady Henry Somerset's home for reforming inebriate females. Ooh. Is that place still open? <laughs> <laughs> It sounds nice. <laughs> but what I see, what I find really interesting about this case is that society knew there was a problem with men hitting women, mm. but there wasn't the infrastructure to do any help. Yeah. So there would be, a, if there was a case like this where it was so much like this guy was just awful, mm. there was people, you know, doing petitions. There was all this interest in the case. And it's almost, it's almost like they knew that the law should be better. But they you know how to fix it without changing the law. That's and impossible. Do we know if this was a decent place or was it like, you know, and also Magdalene she wasn't laundry. a drunk. No, she wasn't a drunk. Well, exactly. Yeah. It's not, she's on record as not being the drunk. Yeah. But I will tell you this. This is the parting thing I want to tell you. Okay. After her release, she disappeared from the historical record and was never heard of or seen again. Oh. So hopefully she just had a yeah. lovely life. Yeah, maybe she just changed the name and went, oh... I'm going to go and... Marry the stockbroker. Yeah. One of them. Make hats. Yeah. I'll play millinery. Play, wow. play millinery with someone who appreciates me. <laughs> she went from <laughs> kitty to catty. <laughs> yeah. Made no all one the difference. break that code. Um, but let's raise our glasses to escaping Ooh, abuse by any means possible. <laughs> wow. Well done, Kitty. Yeah, well done. Kitty. No, it's a way to kiss. Isn't it? Yeah. Wow. So this is the point in the show where we ask one of you to come up and tell us about the time you were the victim of a crime and you can win some <gasps> carver. Ooh, They're also so impressed by a lighting change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I'm popping you too. Sorry. Oh. I just wanted to... We oh, yeah. haven't taken we're a photo of the audience. Speak, we'll get each and every one of your permissions. To <laughs> speak, speak, speaking of social media, so while Taylor's finding some great angles. Does, does anybody have a crime that they would like to share? Hooray! Yay! That's right! Come on up. Hi, what's your name? Vicky. Hi, Vicky. What's your crime? It's a bit of non-believing, so it's a kind of a two-parter. Start off drunk, as all good true crimes start off. Yeah, yeah. So I went home to visit my parents. Yeah. And I didn't really stay that long, and I went home, and I was like, I'll go to the pub next door. So we went to the pub next door and came home, and then I got up at 1am in the morning, as all good drunk stories don't go. <laughs> and then my, like, there's some lights out the back of my house, and they kept going on and on. And I like, knocked on my dad's bedroom door, and I was like, there's lights going on. I think someone's stealing something from like, the top of the yard. He was like, no, you're, like, go back to bed, it's fine. You're seeing something, you're drunk. And I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. 2am, there's lights going on. The next morning he came back and was like, it was a badger, Vicky. And I was like, oh, okay, A badger cool, cool. turned the lights on? Yeah, so the badger was turning the lights on up the, up the yard, and I was like, oh, is it? Oh, yeah, I was like, yeah, just like a, a sassy badger. Is it like, like these, it was a sassy, sassy Were they sassy bed 
badger. I want that yeah, on this shirt. Sassy, oh sassy my god. badger. And you can't sassy bitch. And then okay. I went home a couple weeks later and the lights kept going on again. And I was like, that badger, Dad, you gotta like do something about it. And he was like, just go to sleep, Vicky. It's fine. You've had a couple of glasses of wine or maybe more, <laughs> you know, fuzzy details. And the next night, he, the next morning, he went up the field and all the bikes had gone from the shed. Oh. All the bikes, all the uh, tracks. That badger. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the badger. Had it with his little paws. How did he? Yeah, and all like the head cutting equipment, everything had been stolen. Wow. And I was like, that badger. Yeah. And I was like, that, you know, like when I knocked your door last night, 2 a.m., could have caught this yeah. so-and-so that was stealing this, the things. So yeah. he called up the police and reported it. And the police came down and I was like, cool, so you've lost like three bikes, you know, a head trimmer, this and the other. And he was like, but don't worry, you, you got off okay. And we're like, well, we've lost bikes and stuff. Yeah. I was like, no, no, but the next door neighbors lost four lambs. <laughs> In like what? comparison. Yeah. What, so, what do you mean they stole yeah. lambs? So they stole because I live in the countryside. So they stole four lambs, our bikes, and then like went off. Oh or did God. the lambs <laughs> steal the bikes? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, please. They're in cahoots yeah. with the badgers. Yes, the lambs were getting away. I'm not going to be your dinner. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing, they, yeah. a couple of weeks later, the police came to like run all off and they're like, and we can your... trim the hedges now. They've <laughs> yeah, been so like, tidy up. <laughs> And the police came back a couple of weeks later and they're like, oh, do you want your bikes back? And we were like, oh, how have you found, you know, the oh. bikes? And they're like, oh, there are five fields along. So they dumped the bikes, but took the head, head like, head cutters. This is okay. the weirdest and crime the spree I've ever heard Yeah, of. it was, like, very bizarre. That's why I think it's So that was my true crime. The wow. lambs were like, actually, I don't like these bikes. Mm. Yeah. We're just, I we're much the hedge faster trimmers. on four legs. Yeah. yeah. Very interesting. The countryside's weird, isn't it? Isn't yeah. <laughs> Stealing lambs you, was never you know what I thought was, was going to come out of your mouth. You know who it was? Because, you know, the lady who stole your boots is in the in countryside. The country. oh it was her. Oh, my God, we've solved it. We've totally <laughs> solved right. it. Thank that you, Vicky. Yeah. Hey. Thank you. Wow. Same woman. Amazing. Thank you. Thank oh, you very welcome. much. Thank you. That was a great story. Yeah. I mean, lambs on bikes. I'm going to be thinking about that <laughs> yeah. for a long time. Long, adorable it's time. Like an alternative Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or like, if you can't sleep, or if you want to stay awake, think about lambs on bikes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Another life hack for everybody. Uh, right, I we... love that the dad just wouldn't listen. Yes. Right? They're like, oh, it's sort of a believe women story, even yeah. if they're your daughter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he would believe, yeah. I was going to say he believed the badgers, but he didn't. Really. <laughs> no. Sassy he just badger. Was like, It'll be badgers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have just enough time to ask our fantastic guest, Joe Caulfield. What are you up to? Where can we find you? What's happening? I have a book out that came out, published last week, called The Funny Thing About Death. Yes. Um, which is a bit, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't worked out how to sell it yet. Because it is a bit grim, but it is also funny. Yes. You know, it's a sort of memoir, but it's also a bit... Mm. Um, don't sell it like that, Joe. It's what, we, it's what <laughs> yes. we need. It's it's what we need. All right, so we all That's need me. to check out the funny thing about death. Thank you so much to my oh, guests. Thank, thank you, guys. guys. Yeah. To Drunk Women Solving Crime. <laughs> Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman with music by The Lion and the Wolf. You can follow us on Twitter at Drunk Women Pod and Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you've got a petty crime you want us to solve, then write it in a review and we'll solve it. Thank you to Acast and thank you for listening.
Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.